All right, Jack fans, and we are back with the recent edition of Pardon Me, Alex. Hey, and we are here in Nacogdoches together. Not often does this happen, but lately it's happening a lot more often just because, you know. (laughs) Because I feel like I live in Nacogdoches again, basically. She does. It's okay, though. I like it. Anyway, you wandering around, you'll know. That's true. Just here. Well, and there's that. just a lot, a lot of stuff that's been going on, and so Jacqueline finds herself in town more often, and it's just it's fun when she gets to come home and be here for home games. It but is she fun. plans to come home for as I many home it. games as possible. All of them. Unless, All of them. Total my vehicle. Well, yeah. Hopefully, it won't happen again. Well, fingers crossed. Dear God, could you imagine no, twice no. in less than mm-hmm. a year? No, let's just not even put that juju out there. Let's just not even talk about it. Um, so anyway. Another kind of rainy, gloomy day on our hands. Not the best weather, but what are you going to do? Hopefully this weekend will be a lot better. Um, But anyway, so let's talk a little bit about our game last night. Man, that game last night. Um, What's the word to describe this? I have no qualms in saying, because I think any of the guys would agree that it was not our best performance and it not pretty. didn't look good, but not pretty. Uh, for any of you follow me on Twitter, I pretty much summed up in one word uh, for my, my friend, Sean um, mm-hmm. Clinch was driving back from the, what was it? The sugar bowl. Is that what bowl it was in? Sugar bowl. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar, sugar bowl. Sugar bowl. Sugar bowl. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so he couldn't watch the game, but mm-hmm. uh, to yeah. quote Charles Barkley, it was pretty terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And I'm referring to our play as well as the officiating, which um, which we'll get to. I will vouch for when we get to it. Jacqueline, she never really complains about the officiating and, and she'll tell you why. But oh boy, that was it was it was rough. I mean, yes, don't get me wrong, we got the W, and as we've said before, a win is a win, right? And so, especially when it comes to conference, listen, well, especially we'll take, we'll take those W's anywhere we can Absolutely, get them. Absolutely, because these be games, happy. these games, especially the games against you know the top seeded teams, you know, at the end of the season when it's time for KD tournament, you know, it's going to really help us with seeding purposes. You know, so winning these games is extremely important, extremely important. So um, anyway, so let's go ahead and just talk a little bit about. Uh, Sila, just just for a moment, just to kind of get you guys, in case you were not at the game or don't really follow the other teams in the Southland very closely. Um, so anyway, Sila, they were picked actually number two in preseason poll, right behind us, obviously. And uh, I think they're out for a little bit of revenge and or blood, especially for us, because even though Sila won the Southland Conference regular season championship, um that doesn't automatically mean you win the Southland Conference tournament. These are two different things. And so last year we came in and spoiled their party just a smidge, <laughs> just a smidge. And we came in and we uh, we beat them in the championship game for that NCAA bid last season. So I feel like they're, uh, they're a little bitter betties a little bit. Yeah. And for anyone who didn't look at their um, kind of schedule so far, they were on a five-game yeah. losing streak five. coming into this game. So they were – they were hungry. They were ready. Uh, yeah, they were to get a W, especially against us. So absolutely, and they they played a few teams, obviously in their pre-conference games. Um, most notably, they played LSU, which you know they lost. They played Nebraska, which they really, really lost. lost. <laughs> I mean, 
I thought our Miami game was bad. I checked the score on the Nebraska game. They lost 87-35. What was the math on that? 50, 52, 52 points. points. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, they also played Texas Tech, which, again, was a loss, but not as not as bad. So a little bit of a bright spot there. Um, I guess if you want to call it a banner win, I don't know if you would. They won against Tulane by one point. Eh. I mean – it's not a Baylor win. No. Let's just say that. No. So they haven't really played anybody super woohoo and won this yeah. season. So, of course, when we come into this game last night, we were thinking, oh, boy, you know, this could be either go one or two ways. <laughs> could either be really, really bad because they're out for blood. They've lost five games in a row. Or it could be a complete slaughter on our end and we just destroy them because they've played so bad. So who knows? We didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. So – Needless to say, when the game was so tight and we were down going into yeah. half, which was not pretty oh. either. Jacqueline will get into that. that she, has a, she has a laundry mm. list of grievances. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's Festivus. It's Festivus. Of, it's Festivus. I didn't celebrate it properly we need, this year, so here we go. We need the aluminum pole. Gonna, yeah. And the I need Festivus pole. Festivus. Air my grievances. and Which I have many as well, but Jacqueline sums it up better than I ever could. Just make a donation to the human fund in my name. Anyway, <laughs> dang, I love Seinfeld. All you snowflakes out there <laughs> who are pissed about Seinfeld, eat my grits. Yeah. Because I love Seinfeld. We got and problems. Come on. Do not mess with my Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Are the jokes pretty ridiculous? Absolutely. But who cares? It's Seinfeld. That's some of the best comedy out there. It really is. And if you've never watched Seinfeld, I go watch it. Go it's watch on it. Hulu. It is on Hulu. I'm, I'm watching I, it back through right now. Exactly. I binged it in like a week. Uh, anyway, besides oh, the yeah. point, besides the point. So let's let's talk about some of the high points, Jacqueline, because um, there were a few, not many. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, one high point, we won. Yeah, we, we won. That we is, won. That is really the only high point that matters. Um, but, but there I, were some yeah, others. I, I did not take my normal notes at all because it was literally such a disgusting <laughs> performance by all parties involved. This is true. This is true. Any of you who are at the game or even watching the game, because Alex and I were blessed enough to get sit courtside again last night, our friend Andy Teal. We did. Gave I, us yeah. Seats. Um, we did. Thanks, Andy. You, any, yeah, Go to Frogs. Who was, was watching, um, because sh- shout out to Kirby Hildebrand, who was not Kirby. even at the game last yeah. night. Yeah, sick. Rude. Um, but watching and saw some of my theatrics and your facial size and facial expressions and body flops and all that because you, <laughs> you know, body flopped? i was like oh that was, i was like when did you flop on the over. floor like a dead like a fish like yeah water. it was it was bad yeah um but anyway good, the good point the so good i only points. made a few notes and one of my notes was good hustle nate and nate was playing some killer tenacious defense yesterday he was um, he was he only got one foul right he got Three rebounds, four steals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Amazing defense. Also, John was very similar. Um, two rebounds and also four steals. Um, so, John and Nate were pretty much the only ones out there playing D, but really good defense. Um, Absolutely. Nate had a lot of a lot of good rebounds and intensity and, and rebounds and steals and mm-hmm. only one foul. God, Nate. So, I can't, I can't brag much more on that. I Nate, mean, I, man, you're, 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 you're impressing me with the whole – limiting your fouls. And I feel like maybe 
Um, I don't really, I mean, I can't pinpoint the, the moment where he was just like, oh, maybe I should stop fouling so much. But it was like. <laughs> the light came on. The, the light, light bulb came, came, on. came on. Maybe it was just like he's playing more heads up basketball where he's being more self-aware of, you know, what he's doing and where he's going with his hands and things like that. Because we still want you to be super aggressive. Like, don't, don't get rid of that. Right. But I guess just being more self-aware and, you know, not, I guess, you know, doing what you normally do, which is like, you know, punching people, not punching people, but like <laughs> pushing people over elbows and things yeah. like that. You know, those obviously need to be kept at a minimum. Yeah. You know, unless you can get away with it. <laughs> Yo. Um, but yeah. And then John, of course, playing good D. We, we love that John's back. Yeah. We love, 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 love that he's back. I mean. I mean, John's been putting some amazing amount of passion and energy out oh, there and no doubt I, I think the rest of the guys need to take a little drink little some cue of john yeah. special sauce or whatever he's because i mean he's 150 percent out there ready to go mm-hmm. putting his body on the line yeah. and he just came back from an injury yeah and a serious injury we didn't even yeah. think that this boy was going to play this season let alone conference i mean and he is jumping out there being i mean and we'll get to doing the most. more things that happened last night, specifically yeah, when John. we get to the negative yeah. parts, specifically with John, because believe me, when I say that he had the whole crowd ready to literally go down there and throw hands for him, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Any Sue, any Sue, who the heck is Sue? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, anyway, a uh, couple other things last night. Nate, again, had a huge slam. Yeah, really one, good one-handed, one-handed slam. Boom. Oh, it was beautiful. Just, I mean, he he embarrassed. He embarrassed <laughs> that man. I mean. Violated. It was disgusting. Complete violation. <laughs> it was it was disgusting. <laughs> but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, and another slam. really disgusting play. Mitch's Mitch. block. Okay, but Mitch, <laughs> I think you have, you actually, I think, had three blocks. He did. He, Gotta he check. Had. But one of them was, <laughs> was just beautiful. Yeah, three blocks. But one of them was another of those that, I mean, just brings me to cursing. It was so disgusting. Like, oh, it was beautiful. It was rancid. It was. <laughs> I mean, if I could, I need to find like wild. more synonyms for disgusting. Yes, we do. Because it was <laughs> disgusting. I mean, that it was poor guy. vile. He destroyed I wouldn't have that. shot again. That was too. Oh, was I know. Me. I would have sat my ass down real quick. Like, well, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I wouldn't have shot again. No, no, I wouldn't even try it. If I saw Mitch coming, I'd be like, "Please don't hurt me, sir. <laughs> please, please." I would cower. But anyway, I mean, that's two games in a row, though. That he yeah. had. That he had a monster block. Like we that. love to see those, and the crowd loves to see them. Too. And it, just like with Nate's slam and and Mitch's block, those are two things that can change a momentum oh, of a yeah. game like that. I mean, it just makes a huge, it's a, it's a huge swing play for sure. For sure. Because not only does it get the team into it, it gets the crowd into it too. All so up. keep doing stuff like that. I mean, yeah, of course sh- hitting those threes are always going to be crucial. Specifically when Kevon was hitting those threes at the end of the game, yeah. which came in very, very clutch, which was another very high point. Um, those were much needed threes because we'd score, then Cela would come back and score. Then we'd score again. Yeah. And they'd, it was, you know, we just couldn't get ahead. We couldn't get ahead enough where it was like a comfortable pitch. <coughs> you didn't know? get any breathing room at all. There wasn't. And and that's going to be all season. I mean, I can feel it. It's going to be all season. So yeah. it's one of those things where we just have to keep on, keep on 
and keep on. There's no yeah. letting up off the off the gas pedal, if you know what I mean. Uh, Fitz. Fitz. He did good tonight with those rebounds. How many did he have, Jacqueline? Mm, of course, I just got away from it. Um, 12, 12 right? yes. 12. Yep. As part of his double-double. Five offensive, seven defensive. He, he was doing really well. First half was a little shaky, I feel like, with rebounding mm. and with, with shooting. But I feel like after half, he really kind of turned it up a notch. Yeah. A little bit more, again, self-aware, kind of like with Nate being more self-aware and, and kind of getting in the right spot. Now, uh, could he have gotten more rebounds? Could the team got more rebounds? Absolutely. And we'll bring that up yeah, in a we'll, moment. We'll discuss. Um, and one last thing, high point. Uh, we believe, I think, there was only maybe one backdoor. So either Jasila does, doesn't do those plays very often or we were able to kind of guard that better. Regardless, yeah. there was only one that we saw, so that was better there. You guys were playing. We'll give you kudos there. Kudos. Give credit where credit's due. And not often. We give that credit so frivolously. Yes. Unless it's needed. Anyway, so that's some most of the high points, obviously. We're not going to go over every very inch of the game meticulously because, you know, you guys can check the dang box score and you can check the play-by-play. But we just want to highlight some of the good points, as always. Yeah. But so <clears throat> let's let's kind of go into the low points. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Jacqueline take over the majority of this because <laughs> she is a – when I say that she is a – rules magician that's not the right word maybe a rules um connoisseur yeah maybe yeah. maybe i don't know what i'm, I'm a blanking rules, on the word but. uh uh what's a good word i don't know savant maybe that's it yeah there we go. done a rules savant and it comes mainly from the fact that you know she grew up she was raised by a collegiate d1 referee so richard parton hats off yeah. to you sir because you taught your daughter well. And my uncle. My uncle's actually and the uncle, one that's right. got my dad riffing. So anyhow, Exactly. I'll, so go ahead and yeah, go I'll into take, it. I'll take it from here. Well, first I will go over our low points, I feel like, as a yeah. team. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Then I'll address the officiating. Uh, well, first half, I don't know. Um, nothing could go in. Just no, nothing was going in. I mean, literally my dad made the joke. I was wondering if our uh, – if our basket was smaller than the ball because nothing was going in it. Um, we just couldn't, couldn't get a scoring. Might add, there were, there were shots on for anything. I mean, the, there were shots that looked great coming yeah. off the hand. It would just literally roll in and roll out or hit the rim and hit. Oh, I mean, and another problem is the fact real fast too, is the fact that, you know, we couldn't get the rebound on those shots. Yeah. You know, for the second back. chance put back point. I mean, oh, anyway. Continue. I mean, the, the halftime score was abysmal. Like, com comparable to a junior high game or something. Abysmal. Um, I need to find more synonyms for disgusting. I don't, you continue. Yeah, I'll do I don't that. know when we've ever scored 21 points and a half. But anyway. Ooh, um, but to, to skip on to the – officiating, I guess. Um, and I've, I've said it pretty much every time, but I'll say it again. Mm. Um, so yeah, my dad was a referee. My uncle was a referee. Um, my uncle's brother was a referee. So anyhow, I grew up watching oh the three of them. They all refereed D1 college basketball. Um, I mean, whenever I was a child, we would go with my dad every summer to referee camps. Like I've, <laughs> I've seen it all. And so um, for one, I was always raised to not yell at or 
engage with or disrespect the officials. Um, I was scared of my dad and what trouble I might get into if I, you know, broke that rule. Um, so that, that was just a given. You just knew better. You just didn't. Um, you Last did night she kind of broke that rule. Yeah, I, I did a little bit um, getting there. It was funny. Uh, and I mean, you know, they're only human. They cannot see everything. They're just like the players are going to make mistakes every once in a while. Um, and honestly, I mean, I was definitely also raised that you know, you can, you can control your game and how you play. You cannot control the officials. So get out there and work harder and do better. And don't, don't use the officials as an excuse to justify, you know, your performance. Um, so I generally just, I really do not comment on the officiating unless it's just really terrible. Um, and since I have seen lots of officiating, uh, yeah, I can spot when it's terrible. And if it is terrible, I will comment. And last night was ter terrible, terrible. I mean, it was so bad that I wanted to wait outside of their locker room at halftime um, and say something, but I felt like my dad would probably be pretty embarrassed about that. So I didn't. Um, but how <laughs> she did yell at him at halftime. I did yell at them at halftime when they were going back out. I just told them they need to do better. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause we, we were, we were up at the, uh, on the top of the tunnel up there. Cause again, we were on the court. So part of being on the court, some of the perks is that there's like a little refrigerator with a few drinks, which is very nice. So it's free drinks and some popcorn. So we walked up to the top of the tunnel near where the locker room is and grabbed a drink and grabbed, you know, some popcorn. So we're just standing there chit-chatting. All of a sudden, the referees start walking out. Jacqueline goes, do better! They needed it. They needed it. Um, but <laughs> do I'll give I'll give two very specific examples um, that, just to show, I'm not, I'm not being subjective here. I'm being completely 100,000% objective, and I'm going to yes. read you the rules to explain and illustrate to you um, what was incorrect here. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, the first, we'll, we'll start with the lesser of the two offenses, I feel like, um, was if, if you all remember a few games ago, I think it was the LS, um, the Law Tech game. Why was I saying LSU? I think it was the Law Tech game at home. Um, whenever Kevon dunked and got called a technical for hanging on the rim too long. Which was egregious. Um, so, the actual technical definition here. Um, in Section 4 of the NCAA rulebook, <laughs> Class B technical infractions, a technical foul shall be assessed to a player or a substitute for the following infractions, and it is E, grasping either basket in an excessive, emphatic manner during the official's jurisdiction when the player is not, in the judgment of an official, trying to prevent an obvious injury to self or others. So, as I explained last time, if you are holding on to the rim and it's not in an effort of, you know, keeping yourself from falling on your head or falling on someone else or whatever. So if you're just hanging there on the rim and it's not to protect yourself or someone else from getting injured, you don't need to be hanging on the rim anymore, which is why Kevon got the foul called on him because he hung on there too long. There was no one under him. There was no reason to still be hanging on the rim. So yesterday at the game, uh, you know, this fella on the other team wants to hang on the rim for a good, like, four seconds. This fella. And it was a breakaway dunk. 
there was no one under him and nothing was called whatsoever. Um, so that was the first one that got me heated up. Um, got everybody heated several up. points in the game um, that I can't pinpoint for you exactly of my memory, but that there was just a general um, discourse between the officials of maybe what was even going on or happening or whose call it was, which my dad actually commented on too. Um, Cause if, if you know much about officiating, um, there's a trail official and a lead official, and there are certain places on the court that each one is supposed to be at certain moments, depending on where the play is. And so there are certain areas in which if something happens, it's a specific official's call to make and not the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. he made a comment that one of them seemed to really be trying to make a name for himself tonight because he was continuously making calls that were not his to make. Um, so my one of my favorite phrases, stay in your lane. And he didn't know. Um, <laughs> just kept trying to make calls that weren't his to call. Um, but anyway, okay, but the second objective, uh, very specific situation that I'm going to point out. If any of you were there or watched on TV or whatever. Um, Let me just start by saying if this was nauseating. One of the worst. And ghastly. Flagrant fouls I've probably ever seen live. Um, Vile. And I'm, I'm going to give you all the background info here on the rules. So, um an intentional foul, there are two classifications of that, depending on severity, a flagrant one or flagrant two, flagrant right. two being the worst. The worst. Right. Um, they called it a flagrant one. It was absolutely positively textbook flagrant two, which my father also pointed out. And I'm going to read to you the definition so that you can understand and see it in your mind that this was definitely flagrant two. Um, I'm not so going to test that she is not making this up. She is I'm reading it from Literally, the I will... Post these screenshots from the NCAA rulebook. Probably a good idea. Flagrant one personal foul. A flagrant one personal foul is a personal foul that is deemed excessive in nature and or unnecessary, but is not based solely on the severity of the act. So this one's, you know, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little excessive, but it's it's not based on the caliber of how really bad it was. Um so the difference between flagrant one and flagrant two, um, flagrant two, which flagrant one will explain all the all the basics, causing excessive contact, t- contact that's not a legitimate attempt to, um, to play the ball, fouling a player clearly away from the ball when they're not involved in the play, um, pushing or holding a player from behind, uh, illegal contact caused by swinging of an elbow deemed excessive or unnecessary, but does not rise to the level of flagrant two. Um, flagrant two. So the difference here on flagrant two, flagrant two personal foul, personal foul involves contact with an opponent that is not only excessive, but also severe or extreme and determining whether foul has risen to the level of a flagrant two officials should consider the following. So here's what separates it. Severity of the contact. It was pretty severe. Um, I mean, John could have nearly gotten a concussion from his head hitting the floor after he got clotheslined. I mean, let's set this up real fast. Um, I mean, the, the player came in. John had the ball, you know, taking it up like point guard should, doing his job. This player comes in from nowhere and for some reason thought it was a good idea to clothesline John as hard as humanly possible. John's head snaps back 
he hits the court hard, and they call this a flagrant one. Yeah. Are um, you kidding me? Here's, here's the rest of it. We were hyped. So, bear in mind, point two of the flagrant two definition, whether a player is making a legitimate effort to block shot or go for the ball, mm-hmm. note that a player may still be assessed a flagrant two foul mm-hmm. on an attempted block shot going for the ball when there are other factors such as <clears throat> hard contact to the head or the defender winding up or emphatically following through with the contact. Number three, the potential for injury resulting from the contact. Mm-hmm. For example, a blow to the head or a foul committed while the player was in a vulnerable position, which he was. Mm-hmm. Flagrant two, friends. It was absolutely positively textbook flagrant two. flagrant two. And by the way, part of the penalty for flagrant two is ejection. So this player should have also been yeah. ejected from the game. When I say that the point. entire Coliseum was up in arms about this, I mean everybody. Everybody was out of their seat. Everybody was screaming two, flagrant two, 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 two. It should be a two. And when they announced, they didn't even announce, actually. No, they did not. They didn't even announce what the what the call was, what the um what the justification for it being a want, nothing. They didn't say a dang word. So needless to say, we were not not happy one bit. Not one bit. It was pretty, pretty bad. Um so, anyhow, um, again, to wrap up on that, like I said, we normally don't like to talk about the officiating, and I normally don't say anything about the officiating, but it was very, very bad on some cut-and-dry technical things that shouldn't have been called the way that they were, um, and that's where we had a problem. So I was definitely finding myself to not, um, especially when you're sitting courtside, it is so easy. It's so easy. You're just right there and you just want to say it. You just want to tell them. I wanted to walk up and say, do you, do you have a, do you have a moment? Because I need, I need you to clarify for me what exactly you were even thinking here. Um, but I didn't, I did not. I was moments away from throwing my popcorn box at the referee or chunking a slight piece of popcorn in his way. So Instead, I just like, gave I gave them the evil eye very sternly. Oh, she did. She did do that for sure. But I am going to say one of the referees that refereed last night refereed with my uncle whenever he was still officiating. And, uh, yeah, he quit refing about 20 years ago. So that should tell you something. That's all I'm going to say. That should tell you all you need to know. Hashtag, right there. That's all I'm gonna say. All you need to know. All right, so we're gonna wrap that. We'll wrap up section one. Yeah, that'll be the with that. We'll take a little small little um, break. Take a little break for a moment. I will meditate and calm gather myself after rehashing the. We'll take a sip of officiating my beer. You'll take a sip of your wine. Um, tonight I am sipping on, ladies and gentlemen, Southern Star Chocolate Orange. From Southern Star Brewing Company in Conroe. Delicious. Delicious. I love getting all the craft beer. My brother works for a craft brewery uh, distribution mm-hmm. company. So I get all the cool beers. I get all the cool tastings and tries of all the beers. And Jacqueline, what are you sipping on over there? Red wine. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Been working on this same bottle for like the last three podcasts. Well, I mean, you have a couple, you have a glass or so, and then we finish our podcast and you leave. You I mean, just, I'm not a complete wine. Well, you just leave it here. I mean, why would you want me to take it home? Yeah. You just leave it here. And I don't drink it. I'm not a big wine person, but it is sweet. Yeah. So sweet I probably bread. do like it. It's great. But it's okay. No big deal. All right. So we'll take a quick break and we will come back in a moment with the second half of our podcast. Stick around. All right, and we are back to pardon me, Alex, for the second half of our illustrious podcast. Welcome. Okay, so this segment will start out clear the game. Um, tonight was Fitz. Fitz! Double-double, 12 rebounds, 15 points. Um, his first double-double. So, awesome. Congrats, Fitz. There. Congrats. Um, was not a pretty game. And again, I, I hate whenever I'm sure, I mean, I know for me it would take away to get, you know, something nice in a game that crappy, but we got the W, which is really all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, however, I'll do my quick, short little synopsis slash rant slash slash soapbox slash pump up speech, whatever you want to, whatever you have it. Buckle um, up, buttercups. So. The Blistex is going man, on. Here we I go. Know, I'm, I'm reapplying the Blistex. That's, that's when you know it's serious. I got to crack down. <laughs> Um, tonight. Oh man. Okay. Well, not tonight. Last night. Last night now, but, um, man, that was ugly. It was not how we look and not how we play. And, um, it was just not impressive at all. Um, it really wasn't. And that sounds really terrible, but it's actually a really high compliment because I know how good we are and I have seen, I can see the future. Um, no, I can see the potential that's there. I mean, I can, I can see it. I've been around basketball enough. I can see how great some of these players are going to develop into. Is this an episode of that's so Raven? Can you see into the future? I got my little crystal ball. Um, (laughs) but you know, I, I see how much talent we have, what Mm -hmm. we're working with, um, we've, we've faced a lot of adversity. We have had, you know, five players out injured. Mm-hmm. Um, still don't have TJ, still don't have Aaron back. Uh, Sammy's still out. Um, I mean, we're, we're hopping along. We're, you know, putting, putting bandages on what we can and trying to make it work. And, yeah. um, so we're not, we're not at the highest peak that we could be, but, um, I still know what potential we have and how well we have played and how well we can play. Mm-hmm. And last night was not it. It was super ugly. Um, we came out with the W, which at this point in conference, it's all that matters, especially the first conference game. Um, you know, we're just glad to get that W. However, the only little caveat I will make to that is, like we said, Sela came in. Um, they were already salty against us from last year, trying to, you know, get their – um, they're just butt hurt. Trying to, whatever. Trying to make up for that. Um, they were coming off a five-game losing streak, so they were they like, had nothing to lose. They had nothing true. to lose coming in. It's a great way to put it. Um, put it all out there, and they were they were very aggressive. They were small and quick and fast, mm-hmm. um, and played very aggressively. I mean, and tenaciously, and um, some of them played a little bit dirty. Um, sure, you the, think? 
the officiating didn't help, but uh, you know, the thing is we've at this point, we've got to know, we've got to know who we are and know our worth and know what game we play um, and how we play it. And just come out onto the court with that, that air of confidence and will and resolve to play our game no matter what. Um, I mean, we, we, we kind of let them get under our skin a little bit. Kind of break this down. So we were going against the defending Southland Conference Defensive Player of the Year in in Veal. Veal was AKA Lamb Chop. AKA I, I've nicknamed him Lamb Chop yeah. just because Veal Lamb. Ha ha. Get it? Anyway, I know I'm juvenile. I don't care. Um, but yeah, he he's he was the defending Southland Conference Defensive Player of the Year. So, of course, this guy can defend. And, of course, he's going to come out aggressive. And to piggyback off everything Jacqueline said, by the way, I agree 100%, it's it's one of those things where we see that this season is not going to be an easy one. We have the injuries. We have new faces on our team who are still trying to get to know each other, work together, play together, communicate together. I mean, it's one of those things where – I'm hoping, and I'm crossing my fingers, toes, anything that can cross my eyes, that this game last night against Sela was sort of a wake-up call and that there is nothing guaranteed. Just because you won the Southland Conference tournament last year does not mean that it is an automatic win again. Nothing is guaranteed. There, There are no handouts in this league. It is a very competitive league. Very competitive, no matter what. I mean, we again, we, go, we went against a team that had five losses in a row, <laughs> and they came out swinging like it was their lives on the line. Yep. So, you know, we cannot take anything for granted this season. It is, it is not going to be easy, and it is not going to be pleasant. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard season. It's going to be every single game is going to be a challenge, and you have to prepare accordingly. You know, those coaches, that staff that you have um, – that are on the bench with you, that are at practice with you, that are, you know, spending hours and hours and hours looking over film and scouting these teams. They're doing all of this so that you can be successful as a team. You know, yeah, the practices may be long. They may be rough. Things may get tough. You may want to throw your hands up and say, I quit. This is too much. But you cannot give in to that. Like Jacqueline said, you have to know your worth. And we know deep down in our little hearts that you guys – can win this entire league and that you can go on to the tournament and win that too. Yep. And I'm going to give one final little line on the pep talk here, but you know, just like Alex said, man, the the coaching staff and the strength and conditioning coaches Mm -hmm. and all of these people that put in so many hours of scouting and research and plays. And I mean, they are doing everything they can to give you the best resources and tools to do the best possible. Learn but when it comes to game time, man, it's all on it you. is all on your ass. Yes. I will say that. It know the place. on you. Coming from a player myself, I mean, there's only so much the coaches can do. And once it gets to game time, man, especially watch – I know y'all been watching John these last two games. I mean, he gets out there, and you know what? I know he hasn't been running those plays in practice with y'all, and I know he hasn't been getting – the benefits that the rest of the team has because he hadn't been able to. But whenever it's game time and he gets out there, 
he is not leaving that court without putting every bit of energy and effort out there. And Mm -hmm. that makes a big game changer. So, you know, um, know your role, know your role, know your worth, um, know what you're supposed to do and follow the game plan. Give it freaking 150% every second. Um, because we are the best. We we are the best. Are the best, and we can be the best, and we should be the best. We should and be the best every year. We should be destroying every single one of these Southland Conference teams every single year. And that's why these teams come in guns blazing like they did last night. They every, got nothing to lose. Every single Southland Conference team in our in our conference has been trying to knock us off for how yeah. many years? Five, six, seven years. Ever since uh, they got nothing to lose because we're being forecasted as the number one. Almost every year. Every so. single one of our teams wants to, those teams wants to ruin our year. They are ready to come in and shake it up. And so you, you cannot game. let them. So you can't, you because can't let that get you down. They know how good we are and they want to, they want to pinpoint our weaknesses and, and, and destroy us from the inside out because they want to win the conference and they want to take us down. I mean, they will do whatever they need to do. I mean, hell, they'll take, they'll take John's Cheap head shots, off yeah. to do so. Insane. Vulgar, icky, <laughs> yucky, yucky. All so there's so, our pep talk, and you know what? I'll extend it to the fans baby. too it, because fan time. I'm ready because ready for the students to be back. Just baby. like I've said, it's conference is not going to be an easy road for us. It is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. It is going to be one game at a time, mm-hmm. chipping away at what's next. Mm-hmm. And as fans, that is our job to show up and support them. Because it does. It makes a big difference to 100%. have a supportive fan base and play in front of in front of people. And I mean, even even just me and Alex, those, you know, some of those guys might not even know our names, but they know our faces and they see us at every game and yeah. they see us cheering for them. And it, it means a lot um, to them to see the same faces over and over and know, know that they're being supported. That we got and, their backs. You know, that we enjoy watching them play and that mm-hmm. we're going to be there for them and yeah. encourage them on this journey because it is quite a journey. It so is. It is. My challenge to the fans to right. show up and support these guys. They're all, they're all putting in a lot of work. back in session so that way the purple haze is packed. That way everybody in town is back. And that we can get that William R. Johnson Coliseum purpled out baby packed. packed. All right. So. Moving on to a few other points. We'll talk about some of the upcoming games real quick. Um, First off and foremost, we had a little surprise extra uh, guest. Exhibit. Exhibit. Little little extra little fun thing going on yesterday at the uh, game. Um, The NCAA trophy was in attendance last night. Yeah, a replica of the the NCAA trophy. A replica. But still. Yeah. Pretty, Pretty sweet. We took a little. We did take picture a picture. It's, it. it's posted on Part Me Alex Instagram and Facebook page. If you uh, happen to check it out, if you missed it last night, then you missed it. Sorry, because it's it's moving on it's, to its it next moves. destination. It moves and yeah, so it, it's going around to all co- co- bunch of colleges all over the country, and we just happen to be one of them, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. You know, they they recognize that we have a spectacular mid major program. That you know, hey, we got to got to highlight them a little bit. So that was fun. Yeah. That was an interesting little perk. It was. Th- those um, who got pictures all, with it. Also, quick shout out. We, um, so as we said, we got to sit in for Andy's seats last night at the courtside. Um, Go to Frogs. So we got to sit by Gary Miller, mm-hmm. who is um, son of Harry Miller, who coached the Lumberjacks from 78 to 88. Yeah. Um, 
So we were we were in some good company last night. Shout out Gary Miller. Absolutely. Um, Gary also lives in Tyler, so and I'm he a, makes that game that trip every time, yeah, just like you do. And he does it every time like me. So maybe have a new carpool buddy with Gary and his family. That'd be good. Maybe they'll adopt me to ride with them to the games. Maybe so. Hey, you never know. You never know. Um, so it was nice sitting next to him. And again, thank you, Andy, for giving us your courtside seats last night. Um, it's fun sitting on the court. It really is because it's a different vantage point. And, um, you know, of course, you get the perks of parking in the back and, you know, some. And you have front row and you of have, yelling at the refs. Correct. Yeah. Um, but we do definitely <laughs> enjoy sitting behind the team, obviously, as well. So, um Next up, also, another little fun thing starting up again, which I love. It's one of my favorite things to go to during basketball season, is the Coach Keller Roadshow over at CC Smokehouse. And you know what? Even if even if they're uh, – I would go even if it wasn't at CC's, but the fact that it's at CC's just makes it, like, 20 times sweeter. Oh, It is really good. Now that I can't come as easily oh. – I encourage you all to go and enjoy it for me and give Alex some company. Yeah, because Jacqueline and I would go every time and we would sit together. And now that she's not here, um, I typically sit by myself. Well, not necessarily by myself. People usually come and sit like with me, but nobody that I know pretty well. Uh, unless it's Mrs. Keller and her family. Obviously, I know them. Chauncey. But it's, it's a lot but, of fun. Uh, Rob Myers will do a little radio show on 107. And Imagine the podcast similar to this, but yet more witty because uh, Rob is hilarious. Yeah. You got Rob and you have coach Keller. Usually one of the players mm-hmm. will come. If you have any questions about yeah. upcoming games, past games, whatever you, you get to go straight to the source. So yeah. just like asking. And, and, and Keller, he's super open. He's super personable. Love the man, love his family. I mean, it's one of those things where you could walk up to him during one of the breaks or when he's done and just have a little conversation with him. I mean, We've done that. He's come and sat at our table and we've had like 10, 15 minute conversations with him while he's eating his food, um, things like that. So the first Kyle Keller Roadshow is on Monday. So this coming Monday uh, at seven o'clock, seven o'clock. But don't get there at seven, people, because it gets packed very quickly. So make sure you're there by like six, six thirty. Yeah. You want to order your food and get a Yeah. Seat get and there. Get your food. Now, I highly recommend getting a, a cowboy steak. And some uh, some a nice side. I usually get fries and uh, some banana pudding. But for those who are not steak and or meat eaters and people or people that don't like meat, everything else on everything on the menu is delicious. I mean, Jacqueline usually gets chicken. Yeah, and it's really it's amazing. so good. They have great barbecue. I mean, everything on the menu is good. So just yeah. so just be there, be square. Do it. Again, fine. Monday seven o'clock, CC Smokehouse over on the Loop. If you don't know where it is, I don't know where you've been at. Yeah. What rock you've yeah. been hiding under. It's the best barbecue <laughs> and steak in town, for God's sakes. Anyway, so be there, be square. Next. Meme winner. Oh, uh, what do you meme? What do you meme as of a basketball edition? Oh, Jesus. Going to go again to, to our meme champion, Mitch. Mitch. You're the most ridiculous person. Mitch, literally, you crack us up and give us life. So please don't stop. Um, I'm going to have Alex read the Let me pull it up real fast. Here, Hopefully the, I still have it the, on my uh, phone. Hold on. The meme, if you haven't seen it, it's a little snapshot of the um, huddle during a timeout. John's sitting there holding up a Gatorade bottle, kind of pointing at it. Um, the guys are in the background kind of laughing. Uh, Aaron, uh, someone else. You got Aaron. You got Rance. You got. I think that's. Uh, it's either the other Aaron or Otis. I think it's O actually. Yeah, I think it's O. o. Um, 
anyway, and then you got Keller in there. And it really, honestly, what you're memeing is, 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 uh, John's face there because it's so beautiful, but you could have memed any of their faces yeah. to be honest with you. Cause it's all hilarious. But anyway, so of course we got Mitch who comes in with fire yet again. His caption is to this meme when you thirst as hell, but the managers forgot to fill the water bottle. I mean, <laughs> just so smart. So clever. So man. clever. You crack us up. You really do. do. So here's the thing. We love hearing from Mitch, but we need somebody to come in and, and give him some challenge. Give him some competition. Because as much as we love Mitch, he's winning almost every week. Come on, people. Yeah. Where are you at? He's taking Where's it. the rest of your team, Mitch? Aaron Aaron did it one week, which was nice, but come on. Where y'all at? Is is Mitch the funniest person on the team? I don't think so. I mean, he might be. I don't know. We ha- we haven't been proven otherwise. So So get the stick, get on it, get on it. So anyway, thanks to Mitch always participating, <laughs> always giving us a good laugh and uh just wait for this next one. It's coming up. Actually, we've been given a couple ideas on what to use for the picture, so we're throwing around. Yeah. Throw might have a two for one. We might have a two for one. Buck. <laughs> Thank he you, knows Buck what I Bernard. Mean. Buck Bernard knows what we mean. Um. All right. So we got a break of six days um, yeah. before. Well, now I guess it's actually five. Five. Um, technically. Last night. Yeah. Um, and it didn't upload, so we're redoing. But anyhow, um, so this weekend, Alex is going to NOLA. Pray for her. Ooh. This is her first time to Y'all. NOLA. Um, like, I'm, ha- I'm half, like, scared, half, like, anxious and excited. And, I, and it's it's a weird combo that I'm going yeah, through right now. Yeah, that's totally natural, and you are not off base to feel that way. So I'm going to New Orleans this weekend, like Jacqueline says, for a uh, bachelorette party for my my, my bestie, Mel, Melissa, she's getting married next month, actually. Oh, God, next month. Oh, Very my close. God, it's less than a month away. Oh, Jesus, Lord. Anyway, so we're going this weekend to NOLA with uh, with a f- bunch of our closest friends and bridesmaids. So, anyway, uh, like I said, or like Jacqueline said, it's my first time going ever. So, needless to say, I hope I survive. Yeah, we, we need her to make it. So, we got a break until next Wednesday. Um, yeah. The Jacks play January 9th and Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Um, the Colonels. So that game, I don't know what channel it's on. I think it's 11 Sports or something yes, like that. Yes, that was right. 11, 11 sports. sports. So anyway, probably just have to go to svjacks.com, click on the link. I swear. Maybe you have to sign up for probably some. Probably have to pay for yeah. something or sign up for a free trial. Who knows? But anyhow, next home game. Yes. going to be next Saturday. 4.30 the 12th. against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not available or around, it's going to be on ESPN3. But you should be. What are you doing on a Saturday in yeah. January? What you doing? Huh? Somebody. Middle of the month. Come on. And it has been Come some chatey weather. So yeah, I know so you're you, not doing anything outside. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you're in and around Thibodeau, Louisiana, make sure you head to the game and support the Jacks on the 9th. And then, of course, I mean, and they're they're playing against the co-champions from last year, Nichols. So another really good team that we need to make sure that we come out of there with a W. So make sure, again, that you guys, if you're in and around or not, make that trip, that you support the Jacks as much as you can. And then, of course, same thing for that, that January 12th game at 430. I mean, it's a weekend. Hey, yeah. come spend the weekend in Nacogdoches. Yeah, exactly. We're playing Northwestern. 
Which is weird because normally we play them towards the end of the season. Yeah. But we're playing them at home so early in the season. So I'm just, I'm kind of thrown off by that. But it's fine. Um, But it's a weekend. (laughs) Come spend the weekend in Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches has a lot to offer my my friends. Go stay at the Ferdonia for the night or for the weekend. You know, it's a Saturday, so the brewery will be open. Yeah, you know, go to visitnacogdoches.com and look up all kinds of stuff. Visit.org, yeah, I'm not sure. A, oh, I, ooh, I don't know. Visit Nacogdoches, Google it. Just, yeah, go, just Google it. GTS. Um, <laughs> Google that Google, shit. Google that shit. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff for you to do. Make it a weekend out of it, Nacogdoches. I mean, if you haven't been back to NAC in a few years, if you didn't come for the Alabama game, I don't know what you were, I don't know what you're doing. You miss out. You miss, I mean, shoot, but, um, Make sure you just come. Come support the Jacks. Again, we're playing Northwestern. Always going to be a difficult game. It's like the basketball edition of the Chief Caddo game. So yeah. make sure that you guys are here in town for that. Okay, so again, I hope everybody had a really great holiday, had a good Christmas or, you know, Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, you know, more power to yeah. you. Have a great holiday. Had a great New Year. Jacqueline and I had, a you know, a nice calm. Yeah relaxing new year didn't do too much didn't go crazy but we <laughs> made it an excuse to dress up and look cute. yeah did well yeah so anyway thank you again for always following us and giving us your input if you guys again if you have any questions that you want us to talk about any uh segments you want us to go over anything you have questions about whatever just comment post anything and we'll, we'll try and mention it during the next podcast so don't forget to caption the next upcoming what do you meme sfa basketball edition um and make sure you follow us on both instagram and facebook if you haven't at this point in the season if you haven't followed us you, you missed well, what are you doing you missed a lot of it but it's not too late it's not conference no. is starting yeah this is so where this, things yeah, get this real. Is where it's gonna and Jacqueline up. and I have some ideas boggling yeah. around in the old brain up top here about some fun things to do possibly this season um, to uh, make things a little bit more interessante. Like yeah. Oh, very, very saucy. Ugh. Anyway, so do, again, do us a favor. Make sure you're following us. Hope you have a great weekend. Stay dry. Stay safe. Have a great week off. Get ready for next week. Get ready for next week, guys. All right. So, hey, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks.